Tips for Breaking into Medical Device Sales. My name is Jacob McLaughlin. I'm currently a personal trainer here in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I wanted to share my journey and my experiences of breaking into medical device sales. If you guys haven't gone and seen my video or my podcast of why I decided to break into medical device sales, you guys should go do that first so you have an understanding of why I wanted to break into medical device sales. And now I want to get into the tips I would give someone. So a little bit about me before we dive into it. I'm 25 years old. I'm a personal trainer here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been on my journey of breaking into medical device sales for about three and a half months right now. I've been able to speak with 140 managers, surgeons, doctors, reps, associate reps, and been able to learn from them, been able to just connect with them, network, and learn the pros, the cons of their advice they would give to somebody like myself, especially because I don't have any sales experience when it comes to B2B. Like they always say, ADP, paychecks, enterprise, that's what I've heard a thousand times what I should go do. Um, but I'm relying more on my connections, networking, and just hard work to get in. Um, before I t- tell you guys my tips, I want to just tell you I was a basketball player in college, so collegiate athlete, so that helps me. Um, been a personal trainer, ran my own business the last two and a half years. I've had a lot of success and very thankful for that. But now, breaking in. So, my number one tip for breaking into medical device sales, be professional, be on time. This is a num- the number one thing I've seen from speaking with Reps, they want you to, if you say 12 o'clock, call them right at 12 o'clock. And also, make sure you know what time zone they are in and what time zone you are in so you don't mess up the times. Because that is something I have seen from people that I've networked with that are not in the industry, that are still trying to get into the industry. When I make an appointment with somebody at 3 o'clock, I talk to them right at 3 o'clock. I wait till it hits 3 o'clock and then I'm giving them a call. And what I'm doing by showing that is showing that I'm prompt, I will do what I say, but also showing that I respect their time. Because when you call them late, when you call someone late, you're saying you don't respect their time. You're saying I don't respect who you are, and that's really how I feel is taken across. And I just say it from a personal training. When I used to be teaching clients and they just show up 15 minutes late, well, I have to only do 15 minutes because I have a next client. So you just showed me that you didn't respect my time. It goes to the same thing when you're talking to these reps because these people are very busy. These managers, these surgeons, their time is very valuable. So if they agree to speak with you, make sure that you guys are there on time talking to them. If you're going to meet them for coffee, meet with them in person. Make sure you guys are there at least 10 to 15 minutes early just in case they get there early just to show that you guys are professional and you'll be on time. And again, that comes back to when I'm reaching out to 140 of these surgeons, reps, managers. This has just been my experience. So I just wanted to do with the phone calls, with the LinkedIn messages, with all that, but also when it comes to meeting in person and maybe even getting into the interview. Then number two, I always put better is more. And so what I mean by that is I've talked to 140 people and I've had a lot of reps say, well, why don't you just give up on, you've already talked to 140. Why do you need to talk to 145, 150? And the way I look at it is if I talk to a hundred person, I have one person who's willing to help me. I got one person. And then I think that goes into sales, right? It's just a, a numbers game. I'm trying to get one person to take a chance on me, to believe in me, to be able to uh, help me through this journey, which during that 140, I've had countless, you know, I have a lot of people willing to help me putting my name out there, which is great. And I feel very lucky, but I talk to a lot of people that are looking to break in and they're like, I don't want to talk to anyone because I feel like I'm bothering them. And my only comment to them is like, I don't know if sales is for you then, because if you just go when someone 
uh, you feel like it's comfortable, then you're never gonna make sales because there's gonna be times they're gonna say no. And just because someone says no doesn't mean it's actually no. Maybe it's just no right now and you have to check back later. So that's something I really take to heart, which I just keep reaching out. I keep getting people to tell me, hey, stop reaching out and just actually narrow in, which I do. Um, currently, I'm talking to, I have three interviews. I have two short list and I have one in the uh, the bank. So I'm able to keep networking while I also am interviewing and doing this. And it's only helping me because I'm keeping a list while I'll do this. And that's the other thing I think a lot of people needed to do is just make sure that they can show how they are professional during this process. Number three, think of it as a sales campaign. And I've talked, like I said, with a lot of people, especially out of the medical sales college, um, they've been talking to me. And when we speak, I'm just like, think about it as a campaign. And they're like, what do you mean? Um, and so that's all I think about is like, I want to show the hiring manager, the territory manager, whoever it is who that I'm talking to, that I would do this for the job, right? I'm doing the job already before I even have the job. And so that's what I mean is like, you know, I'm researching who they are. I'm networking. I'm even going through gatekeepers. Maybe I don't get through them with LinkedIn, but guess what? If they're a regional manager, they probably have reps. And if I speak to some of those reps, those reps can recommend me to that hiring manager. And that's actually what's happened. And that's why I'm being considered for even some of these positions is just because I spoke to reps and reps liked me and they gave me great information. And then I was able to get the contact info or they reached out on my behalf to the hiring manager to just put, throw my name in so I could just even have a conversation with them. And then during that time, being able to show who I've talked to, show who I've spoke with, the notes about them. I think that's a big thing in it. But yeah, just thinking of it as a sales campaign. Hey, are you working on you know your messages? Are, is it professional when you're writing your messages or when you're speaking with them? Are you trying to meet them in person if they are local? Are you trying to just get your uh, face in front of them so you can show them your product, aka you? And then also show them that you've done your homework, like I said, but come professional when you are, sp are going to speak with them. I always had questions ready to go because that's what they're going to be. Is that They're going to ask, what can I help you with? They have, like I said, they're very busy. So they're going to be like, what can I help you with? You need to have questions ready to go that are good thought out questions that they will be impressed with when they talk to you. Um, so again, thinking as a sales campaign and then when it gets to the end, can you close it? Can you talk about like, I would always just be like, if you have any positions, I would love an opportunity. But if not, I'm going to stay in contact with you. Can I get your email if I didn't have their email or if I'm just getting their number off LinkedIn? Always making sure that I'm closing to get that opportunity to speak with them again or speak with the next person in the process. So again, going into it, think about it as a sales process because you're trying to show them that that's what you're going to get the job in. And that's one of the hiring managers that I'm uh, working with right now. That's what he does his number one interview with is he wants to see how you can control the interview and also do you use it like a sales pro or a sales campaign? Are you doing the follow-up emails and texts? Are you doing your research? Do you have good questions when you come to the interview and all that good stuff? So again, I think those are really great um, pieces of advice that you guys can go and use in your own search for breaking into medical device sales. Number four, Keep track slash notes. And that, that's what I've said. I have an Excel sheet on my computer where I have a 140 people written down. I have it broken up into their name, the day I talked to them, how I talked to them. Was it email, LinkedIn? Was it phone call? Um, and then I also put what company they are with, what they, uh, what, um, sorry, what 
uh, company they're with and then what position they hold. So are they a territory manager? Are they a regional manager? Are they a hiring manager? Are they an associate sales rep? Are they a doctor? Are they a surgeon? Whoever they are. And then I also just put notes. Some of the notes are just where they're located, how many years they've been in the industry, but also great talking uh, points that I like to have. So I, I'll put talking points for the next time I connect with them that I can say and it's right, like we never left off or I can bring that up if something gets a little awkward and then I can make that connection right away again. Um, so I just like to keep notes and then also talk about how the conversation went. So I know if it's someone, hey, I should reach back out to or should I probably just call it good after that. And I also keep a handwritten note. So every person I've talked to on the phone, I've actually had a notebook with me with questions and I ask them and I answer them and I'm writing down notes while we're talking and then I go back into my Excel sheet and then I just put in the quick summary of what I would need for when I go to contact them again. And then going into number five, I think this is the biggest one, especially when you're looking to break into the medical device sales arena or the industry, being open. Um, I've been told, you know, yes, you need to have an idea where you want to go so you can break into the industry and, you know, you want to, if you want to get into shoulders, try to get into shoulders. But also with that said, be open to take whatever you can get, get yourself, get your foot in the door, spend a couple of years. Now you're in the industry, which is the hardest part. And then you can transition, go somewhere else, go to a new uh, division if you need to. And then also with that being open is also be open to moving, relocating. Like I said, my where I'm at, I can't be a picky guy. I can't be beggars, can't be choosers when it comes to just trying to break into this uh, arena because it's so tough to get into. Most people I've talked to, it's they spent two to five years getting in. So again, if you're trying to get in sooner, it just you can't be picky on where the position is or where it's at. Um, so again, I'm looking at here in the Phoenix area because luckily there are positions open here, but I'm also open to relocating, speaking with people where it could be Virginia, North Carolina. I'm like, I'm 25, I'm single, I don't have a family, so I'm open to it. And I think anybody else in the same position needs to be um, because if you don't, now you just put yourself in a box and you can only be inside that box, which is gonna limit your positions. And again, if there's someone who's been speaking to a hiring manager for the last eight months and you just came in, well, that person will most likely get the job instead of you so then you just made it even smaller so again i hope this helps you guys i just wanted to share my experience with you over the last three and a half months it's been real fun it's been real exciting i've got to uh, speak with a lot of amazing people and it's been such a great time uh, i've learned so much and especially just about the industry but if there's any questions that I can answer for you guys, please feel free to write in the comments. Otherwise, you guys can find me on all the social media platforms of TikTok, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. A lot of mine are Jacob McLaughlin Fitness because of being a personal trainer. That was where a lot of my brand is. So if you guys want, just look me up on there. Otherwise, please press that like and subscribe button, and I will see you guys on the next one. Thanks.